Hey, good evening, Mental Health Warriors. Thanks for tuning in for season, for episode four, season two of Real Talk Thursday with me, your host, Cliff Bauman. Hope everybody's having a great week. Um, you know, as always, as I always say, you know, uh, my show is going to be a little real tonight. I'm going to get into a couple of subjects I think that might trigger you. So I got my, once again, Don't Be a Triggered Pansy shirt, which you can get on VeteransTrashTalk.com at our merchandise store. Um, you know, all of our merchandise out there, it's great t-shirts. We have the, the mental health warrior t-shirt I have out there with my famous 1969 Mustang out there. It gets a lot of attention when I take it to shows. Um, but more importantly, I have the crisis number on the back where, you know, the 741, the 74 number that anybody who's in crisis can text and talk to a counselor about any issues and problems you may be having of the day. And after today's show, you might need to give them a call. I don't know. It might be that kind of show. Who knows? But one thing I want to dive into real quick before I get into what I'm going to talk about uh, back on the subject of mental pain, I kind of touched that on that on episode one. Uh, if you if you watched episode one, I, I, I talked about, you know, you know, physical pain the body can adapt to, right? But I was talking about mental pain and the mental pain that's associated with trauma or mental health or PTSD. But before I get into that, I'm going to go on a rant here. You know, if you watch Family Guy, you know, Peter always had to grind my gears thing that he did on the one episode, which was kind of funny. I think I posted a meme about it a while back. But so I know a lot of you probably know who Jordan Peterson is, right? He's a, he's a very intelligent psychologist out there, and he does a lot of videos about this, that, and the other. And I watched the video when he was talking about, you know, men and the importance that men play in society. And, you know, he's like, well, what the hell are you going to do without men? You can't build roads. You can't build these big skyscrapers or keep the infrastructure running and all this other stuff. And the point of what he was getting to is, you know, about masculinity, you know, about, you know, being a strong alpha male or being a strong man uh, isn't necessarily bad for society. It's great for society, right? Um, but I was watching another video. And this guy, I'm sure he's famous too, and I don't remember his name offhand. I, I should have looked it up, but I really don't give a shit. Um, but he was talking to a feminist, and she was going on, you know, I don't need a man for this. I don't need a man for that. And then, you know, they're like, oh, well, he shut her down because he's like, well, you know, if there's a natural disaster or, you know, a natural crisis or a war or something, you're going to, you know, go to the first strong man you see and buddy up to him. And, you know, I got some issues with that. One, uh, First of all, I, I grew up on a farm, right? So I'm self-efficient. I know exactly where my food comes from. I grow a garden every year. I teach my children how to manage a garden and those kinds of things because I think it's important. I would argue that this person probably has never hunted or killed an animal before in his life or skinned it, tanned it. Uh, we did all that growing up as kids. We made soap out of hog fat, right? So anybody who grew up on a farm knows exactly what I'm talking about. But my hope, the reason I want to go on this little rant here before I get into mental pain is why does it always have to be us and them? You know, there's always a point in time in anybody's life where somebody else can be value added, right? Whether it's your spouse, whether it's your significant other or whomever you with, they should be value added. And I get tired of the argument of, well, you know, women can't do this, women can't do this. I'm going to tell you what. I grew up in the Midwest. There's some farm gals out there in the Midwest that will put probably any city man to shame working on that farm. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. They grew up doing it. They run tractors. They fix tractors. They know how to hay. They, they haul hay. They know all that shit, right? The point is, 
is that for somebody to argue, I don't need somebody else because of this. It's okay to have life skills. I teach my son's life skills. Um, Lloyd now at eight years old does his own laundry. I think that's important. Um, you know, I teach him how to not only manage outside as far as shooting guns or working in the garden and things like that, how to manage the household. Because just one thing to always tell people, don't, don't marry a, a woman and expect for her to take care of the house. Once again, she should be value added and you guys should be doing other things. You know, I didn't marry my wife because I wanted my mother. I left my house when I was 17. That's the last thing I wanted to marry, but I don't want to be, have an extra burden of, of the household uh, choice to be put on her. It should be a team effort. And the whole point of this rant is, is that I guess I get tired of people saying that, well, you don't need one person either. At any given time in your life, you're going to need somebody else, whether that's a friend, whether that's a buddy, uh, whether that's your spouse or something else. You know, you know, I went from, you know, um, you know, I'm very type A and I'm a stay at home dad now and I love it, you know. But then I think about times when I was deployed in Iraq and, and going through that stage of my life. At that stage of my life, I would have given anything to be in the position that I'm in now, being home with my boys and taking care of them and, and everything. Uh, but, you know, one thing I had to realize is, you know, I'm not mom, right? And I talked about this before. Uh, you know, you know, as you guys know, uh, my wife selected a Navy station in Rhode Island. You know, so I'm mom and dad at the house. So I understand those both roles. But the one thing that dad is, and his dad has to learn to be a little bit more affectionate to my little son who's eight, you know, especially at bedtime because he misses his mom. And so I had to learn that. So the whole point of this is, is, you know, Jordan Peterson brings up some great points. I enjoy his intellect. He's extremely intelligent, was probably a phenomenal uh, psychiatrist and probably somebody that I would enjoy to get therapy from. Um, but I think it just needs to quit being us them. It just needs to be, you know, I posted this today uh, on Facebook. It was a meme and it had a, a big blue circle. And it says, you never know a person's life story. You only know this much. And there's a little bitty black dot in it. And that's so true. Um, and so I think we just all need to quit us, them. I think every, every sex brings a certain uh, set of skills to the table. It's okay to learn other skills because those skills you never know later on in life may be beneficial to you. Um, I have six gardening books I'm reading right now, even though I grew up with gardening. Techniques change, things change. You learn how to do things differently. So I just think it's important. So with that, I'm going to get off that soapbox. Uh, I just, it was just something that, that I watched this afternoon and kind of got me all riled up about us, them, because I'm just getting tired of it. You know, it's, it's, you know, in Veterans Trash Talk and on Facebook page, you know, we all joke all the time about, you know, we tease the Marines and we tease the Air Force and we tease the Navy. I mean, rightfully so, because we're Army, so we can tease everybody. Uh, but then, you know, then they come back and tease us and we all can take that and we understand that banter. But some people out there, they just don't. Um, but so, you know, so it's just important to to uh, laugh at yourself, laugh at others and just just enjoy the moment, enjoy the life. But, you know, when you're dealing with mental pain um, and other mental health issues, that what I just talked about is extremely hard to do, um, to deal with or even to learn how to enjoy life. Right. And so I have a life coach that I've been seeing and I talk to because every now and then I, I fully agree that everybody's just like an engine, a car engine, and every now and then you need to get tune up. Right. And whether you go see a life coach, a counselor or somebody, it's always good to have that person that you can go and talk to. Uh, you know, if maybe things are going good in your life and that makes you nervous. Uh, 
And I don't understand that about me. Why is it when Cliff Bauman is feeling joy, it creates panic in me and anxiety, right? I don't know that. I do know why, but it's just my, my brain because anytime something good was going good for me, something bad always happened that negated it, right? And it's been like that probably more times than I've cared to admit in my life. But then again, was it me always setting myself up for that? And maybe that's why it always happened. And so now what I'm trying to do, and and you guys know this, I talked about this, is, is I have a traumatic brain injury and I developed ADHD based on that traumatic brain injury, um, which I didn't know that I had that for years until I went to the Intrepid Center um, prior to retirement. Um, and, and got that diagnosis, service-related ADHD. Um, and so that kind of helped me explain what I was doing and why I was doing things, right? And so it, that's the hard thing, right, is to understand why it is that I can do this some days, but some days I can't do that. Or why is it some days that I feel joy but why does that joy bring me sadness? I, I don't understand that. And, but yet that happens to me. Uh, it's getting less, but it does happen. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there listening today. And I, and I hope you're this, in the same thing. It's, it's very confusing when that happens that why does joy bring, bring pain? And I think for a lot of people who have mental health issues or PTSD issues, you know, when you're in that state, and I've been in that state, and you're drinking alcohol or taking drugs to numb yourself to either the situation that happened, the trauma that happened to you, because you don't want to think about it. So you do those things to numb yourself from it, or you avoid things to keep you from remembering the, that what happened to you. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a vicious cycle and it's a vicious circle, and that's a hard circle to break. Right. And so, you know, on my journey of starting the Mental Health Warrior now with Real Talk Thursday, that's really something that I was kind of, you know, really wanted to dive into with with the mental pain, because it's something that I'm I know about. You know, Cliff Bauman's not talking about this because he heard somebody saw it or he saw a five second video on Facebook or or something like that. It's 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 an issue and a problem that I live with. Um, and I would say that on most days. I fight the good fight. Yeah. And some days I don't, um, you know, and I've had to make a lot of changes, you know, in my life. And there's been a lot of changes in my life to compensate for that. But um, as you guys know, I am not, you know, I'm not a licensed clinical social worker. I'm not a social worker anyway. I'm just a guy that's been through a lot of therapy that had a 34 year military career. Um, that just speaks from his heart about things that I'm going through, because I think it's important um, especially for other people to hear it, right? Because I'm a big, I'm a type A guy. You know, I did two workouts today. I, I lifted weights today, heavy leg day. And then I went and ran two and a half miles with my dog, right? And tomorrow I'll do yoga. Um, but yet my mind can stop me in two seconds from doing the one thing I enjoy most out of this world. And that's working out, uh, and running. Uh, and my mind can stop me from having that joy or that moment to do that. And, you know, when that happens, that's hard. You know, we just came out of Christmas. We're in January now. January, to me, I think is kind of a, 
a down month, right? Cause there's not a whole lot going on the days are getting a little bit longer. Um, in Virginia, we're having a very mild winter right now at this moment. So the weather's not too bad, you know, but what do you do in January to keep your mental health strong? You know, I like for some people to who's watching today or watch us, you know, over the next couple of days, throw that in the comments. Cause I think a lot of people who watch the show, who follow veterans trash talk would appreciate things that other people do to help keep themselves mentally strong, to keep that mental pain at bay, you know, and I tell people all the time, uh, it's okay to have struggles. Struggles are a part of life, uh, you know, and you can't get away from it. Uh, whether it's, it's, you can have good struggles and bad struggles, right? Um, but you just need to learn that it's okay to have those thoughts and feelings. It's okay to know that what you're going through is completely normal, no matter what stage of life you're in. You know, my son was in here last week and he talked about some of the kids in college you know, I had a hard time adjusting to now they're not around mom and dad because mom and dad did everything for them, right? Well, I, I, I didn't teach my kids that way. You know, I, and there's nothing wrong with that. Parents can teach their kids however they want. It's America. Fuck, you teach kids how to do as much as they want, as little as they want. Um, but, uh, you know, I teach my kids life skills. Sadly, I think schools should teach more life skills to kids. Um, I think they're missing out on a lot of that because a lot of kids just don't get that at home. Um, but to me, it was important. But if you're, if you're sorry, my wife was calling. Um, but if you're somebody who's struggling through, through mental pain and you've made your way through that path, I would really would like for you to, you know, put down in the comments on um, how you are able to uh, break through that and, and continue on with the, the tips and things you do. So what, so what, so what do I do? What does Cliff Bauman do when he's having those, those moments and those, those things in his life that, um, really brings him down. And so I'm going to give you the top couple of things that I do. Uh, one, I use the ear kick app. Uh, I had the lady on that developed it. She's from Switzerland. Um, and she developed this mental health app that I use now I'm 60 days in using it. That's phenomenal. This app tracks only it's what you put in. So nobody tracks it, but it puts in your mood, how you feeling that day, your level of anxiety. If you're having high anxiety, it's got videos on there to, um, help you control your breathing, help you control your anxiety. That's, I use that every day. Um, I, I'm very appreciative of that app. It's free. They don't track nothing on you. Um, and it has really helped me. And I, if I tell everybody about it, because it's probably in the 10 years that I've been going out and doing speaking events, one of the best apps I've ever came across. Uh, sadly, it's not on Android. They're trying to get that developed now, but it's very expensive for them to develop that piece. But they're hoping this year to have it available for Android. However, you can go out to their website at earkick.com and, and still use um, still use it. It's great for kids. I, I have Junior using it. I told him about it. Um, so if you log on to earkick.com and try to use that app, they don't pay for my podcast. I have no association with them other than I use it and I appreciate it. And it's a great app. Secondly, what I do is I have a group of friends that I can call and talk to about certain things 
And we all have that, right? So you have that one set of friends that you'll talk with about A, you have another set of friends you talk with about B, and another set of friends that you talk with about C. And so I think having that close group of friends that you can trust um, and talk with um, is very important. Also, I think it's also important to start to notice the little good things that happen to you uh, during the day, right? Um, and I posted about this and I've talked about this, the military trains that hunt the good stuff, you know, think about three good things that happen to you, um, you know, at the end of your day or, you know, um, right before you go to bed, because that changes your mindset. Um, but when you're in a, in a high level of pain and anxiety, um, maybe you're, you, you got alcohol in your system or drugs. It's kind of hard to do that. Um, it's kind of hard to write things down or remember stuff. So maybe, maybe it's, it's time to look at another way to doing it. And I talked about this. So um, I used to have drinks every night. Uh, I have not had a drink for over a month now for no particular reason, uh, just because I wanted to see if I could not have a drink. So I just stopped drinking. Um, but I've noticed a big difference both in my anxiety level and in my sleeping. Because I would have a drink and then I would go to bed. And what I realized is I really wasn't getting the rest that I needed uh, when I would drink and go to sleep. So I stopped that and I'm sleeping a lot better and things are better. But I had a doctor of mine that that told me a long time ago, you know, he says, hey, how much do you drink? And I was like, well, I drink six ounces of alcohol. And he's like, oh, okay. He says, could you try to drink an ounce or two less? He actually said two ounces. And I started doing that. And so him inadvertently had me start drinking. He didn't tell me to quit drinking because he knew I wasn't going to. He just asked if I could drink a little bit less. And so I'm asking people out there, if you're in that vicious circle and you don't can't break that circle, it doesn't have to be stop what you're doing, but maybe try to do a little less of what you're doing. Uh, maybe, and I talked about this with New Year's resolutions. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions because you set yourself up for failure if you set the bar too high. Um, I think every day that you're still alive and walking this planet, you're blessed. Um, I know that because I almost got to that point where I was no longer walking this earth, uh, both by my own hand and by other accidents that's happened in my life. So every day is a blessing, whether you want to believe it or not. So maybe try to change something little that'll help with your mental pain. Uh, maybe it's picking up a book that you've never read before and reading a couple of pages. Doesn't have to be the whole book. Doesn't have to be a whole chapter. Read three pages, read four pages. Um, maybe it's going outside and just spending five minutes in the sunshine if the sun's shining. Or, you know, if you're in a room and, and you're watching TV and you feel those bad thoughts coming on, get up and leave that room. Go to a different room, change your scenery or change something you're doing uh, and see if that see if that doesn't help or that doesn't um, change your mindset for that moment at that time. And what you find out, and I found this out, is over time, things seem to be getting better and soon you forget about that one moment or that one part. It doesn't make it go away. It'll never go away. If you have PTSD or mental health issues, it doesn't go away. And you have to learn how to deal with your triggers. And triggers can happen at any moment. We know that, right? So if you have PTSD, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because you can be going along and something will trigger your PTSD and it comes back to you like that. The most vivid dream that you ever had in your life. 
And so you have to learn how to deal with that. And that's one of the things I'm hearing when I'm talking about mental pain. I'm going to talk about this quite often uh, throughout this episode because I think it's important. Because I think for a lot of veterans, and whether you've been to combat or not, if you served in the military, you have some shape, form of PTSD. Um, you know, the military wants to say all the time, well, we've stamped out sexual harassment and sexual heart. Well, bullshit, you haven't. Um, we know that, um, you know, both for men and females. You know, it's the same thing with suicide. They, they jam suicide prevention training down your throat with ACE, but it's not, the, not as effective as they want to think it is because the suicide rates are still high. But there's, there's lots of issues because of that. And it's not just one. The Army wants, wants to fix something one time and move on and do something else. That's just the nature of the business. But sometimes that just doesn't happen. Um, do I think the Army hasn't made a lot of strides in the last 10 years? Yeah, they've made a lot of strides and changes. Will they ever completely rule out suicide in the military? No. Just the same as we will never rule out suicide completely in society. But if we can make just a small change in somebody, whether it's a soldier, sailor, airman, uh, whatever they call Coast Guard people, uh, Marine, you know, to maybe take that second or that moment to realize that they have value, right? Everybody has value in life, whether you want to think you have value or not. We all have value. Uh, and we all give something to life whether you think it or not that you have impacted somebody in your life that you may not even realize you probably impacted somebody today and didn't know it who knows i'm sure i probably upset people by my dialogue at the first part of this this podcast maybe not maybe so i don't know uh, but i just get on and rant and talk about things so always remember that you are important that you are here for a reason and don't let your trauma or your mental health pain dictate your life as much as you can. Uh, you know, be strong and be that warrior, that mental health warrior that I always talk about, because I know you can be. And I know that you can go, you can beat this, right? I beat it. I beat it every day. Some days are good. Some days are bad, right? Any Anybody who's ever did competitive sports, right? Whether you, I don't care if you just did sports in high school right? Win, lose, or draw, you train harder, and then you go back and try to beat the kid the next time, right? Whether No matter what you're doing, you know, whether you're doing, like my sister was a cheerleader and very good at cheerleading, but she didn't get very good at cheerleading by not practicing and working hard uh, to get through the, all the steps that, that she had to do for cheerleading. Just the same as I didn't get better at wrestling by not training harder in the off-season or football training in the off season, right? So you, you have to teach that. Well, mental pain and mental health is no different. You have to work your brain, right? And we wire it, especially after trauma, to learn and relearn or become more competitive in that champion inside your mind uh, when that trauma sneaks up. Because what happens is your brain, my brain, I'm talking about Cliff Bauman's brain, when I have a PTSD flashback or high anxiety, my, my body goes into flight or flight mode, right? And my heart rate goes up. It completely changes the parameters of, of how I'm feeling, anxiety. And anybody has this knows exactly what I'm talking about. And so I know this because I wear an eye watch. I have an eye watch. And so I know my resting heart rate is 59 or less. 
between 56 and 59 most days. When I'm in my high rate of anxiety or something's going on or I'm in that mode, my resting heart rate will go up to 65, 66, 67. Uh, and it takes days for it to come back down. But what I'm now, what I'm learning, and, and yoga has kind of helped with that journey, is how to manage those levels of stress when they occur to bring that levels down. And some of those techniques I just talked about earlier in the podcast, which was, you know, with the mental health, with the ear kick and things like that. Um, and so I think it's important for people who are listening, if, you, if you're dealing with mental health or mental pain, PTSD, service-related injuries, it's, it's important to, you know, know that that's okay. Know what you're dealing with is fine and know that, um, you know, you'll get through this, right? This is why we have the Redness Track Talk community. This is why I have my podcast. You know, this is why when, when, when you post something on my Facebook page or you say something that most of the times I will try to go out and have a conversation with you or ask you questions um, as much as I can. Um, had some person on my Instagram page was talking about how she was struggling because the person she would most talk to for her therapy was now in a different state and she was having a hard time having... Um, you know, telehealth appointments because of her hearing, being hearing impaired. Well, I understand that because my hearing is completely whacked and I could understand somebody struggling with that. And so I had, you know, it wasn't a long conversation, but I had a short conversation with her just on Instagram. I have no idea who this person is, but I always think it's important that if somebody's going to reach out to you I, as much as you can, I think for me, it's important to at least uh, acknowledge that and answer them back. And sometimes people are just saying stuff, right? So if you're having mental pain or you're in a bad position, maybe you just want to post something just to get it off your chest. But everybody does that, right? We do that nowadays. That's how our society is with, with Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. Um, you can go out and do that rant. And maybe that makes you feel better. Maybe that's something that you can do to help with your mental pain. Or maybe it's spending less time on your phone or less time on those pages because maybe those are the ones that are causing your anxiety or causing your, your angst or triggering your PTSD, right? Um, there's some video games where certain things happen in, in especially war-related war video games, and I'm sure a lot of veterans can relate to this, uh, that can be triggering, um, you know? And so, I mean, that's okay. It's okay to be triggered. Um, so just know that, that just know your importance, know your limits, try to make a small change in your life today or tomorrow, uh, to make it a little bit different. And if you are struggling or you're having issues and problems, you know, reach out to a friend or family member, look up life coaches. I didn't know anything about life coaches till I had, um, Rachel actually came on my show, um, you know, and talked about life coaches. I didn't know anything about them. Uh, I do now have a life coach because I think it's important. I think I think everybody at some point in time needs to talk to somebody that's in that professional arena um, that can provide help, maybe your friends or family or give you a different insight into things. Um, it's just another tool in your toolbox, right? I, I talk about it all the time. The more different tools you have in your toolbox, the better that you are able to deal with certain situation problems come up. 
right? It goes back to my rant early on in the podcast when I talked about, you know, Jordan Peterson and feminists and, and males and masculinity and all that. I don't care if you're male or female, but if you have the, all the different tools in your toolbox, then at any given situation or time, you'll be able to more deal with that, right? And so it's very, that's very important. And so as I wrap up the podcast here today, I just want to say that, you know, for everybody listening, um, please, if, if you have tips or things that you use to get through this month of January, can it be months? Of course, I got a birthday coming up in two weeks, uh, but uh, put them down in the comments. Let's share that with the community, especially on Banner Trash Talk and Grunt Works, because uh, they have a larger community than on my, my Facebook page. Um, but give your tips on things that you do. Uh, when your mental pain or your PTSD is really flaring up, because maybe your suggestions might help somebody else. And let's just keep this conversation going. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to please invite you to go out and, and visit all of our social media at veteranstrashtalk.com. Uh, you can follow me also at, at cliffordbauman.com. That's my website. I have links to all my social media on my website. Um, or you can follow me on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, it's all Clifford Bauman. If you do a search for Clifford Bauman, it'll come up and you'll be able to see it. Um, you know, and I do post a lot of memes. I do post a lot of funny stuff. I'm also on True Social uh, under the same. Um, and so I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to wish everybody a, a great Thursday evening. I hope you have a great tomorrow's Friday, right? Tomorrow's Friday. So there you go. You got one good thing. You got one more day and then it's the weekend. You got to go out and have fun and do whatever the hell you want to do. But hey, please take care of mental health warriors out there. Please call a friend or buddy member or somebody that maybe has gone quiet or maybe posted something that maybe wasn't quite right on social media. Reach out to them either through Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever, uh, just to see how they're doing. You know, make sure everything's okay with them. And hey, if you if you have a PS5 or a PS4 and you play Destiny, uh, hey, hit me up. I'm Libby013. Libby used to be my dog I had for a lot of years. Uh, so she's my screen name on on the, on the game. Uh, I will tell you that if you see me playing Fortnite, that is not me playing. That's Lloyd playing. I play Destiny usually. Only play Destiny usually. Um, but yeah, if you got the Destiny 2 and you want to play with me, uh, sure, hit me up at Libby013 and I'll be more than happy to, to play with you. But hey, everybody, you guys have a great night. Take care of each other. And you know what? Uh, be sure to give your wife, your husband, your significant other, your kids, uh, call your family, call your mom, call your dad, call your grandparents. Uh, just give everybody a quick call and make sure everybody's doing okay. Uh, take care. Have a great night. And we'll see you next week.